The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about what it is we should write about in our emails. But when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're alone trying to figure out how this applies to you and your business, because we know your business is different. So come and hang out in our free Facebook community. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community, and we'll be able to share a load of training and resources and talk about what it is that you are up to. Just go to Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community, or if you're in a web browser, just type in www.robandkennedy.group, and by the magic of the interwebs, it will forward you straight over there. He always got picked last for the sports teams at school and it's actually just a wonder he got picked at all it's hypnotist robert temple and he used his mind-bending skills to bend the cutlery in hooters it's mind reader kennedy Kennedy. can you imagine not being picked at all that would like you've got one space left on your team there lads no it's all right we don't need temple that's just a (laughs) handicap Like the sport, what's the sport you would play? Rounders. Rounders. Rounders, yeah. anybody doesn't know what rounders is, I'm not sure if it made it all the way around the world. Basically, rounders is baseball, but shit. here every single week giving course creators, coaches and membership site owners everything you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. This week's episode is sponsored by ResponseSuite.com, the survey, quiz, and application form tool that we created specifically for small businesses like you and us to integrate with your marketing systems to segment your subscribers and make you more sales. Try it out for 14 days for just $1 by going over to ResponseSuite.com. And remember, if you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you're a regular listener, we don't want you missing out. If you're a brand new listener, hello, welcome. It's lovely to have you with us. We're doing this every week, like we said, and we'd love you to tune in every week. So hit subscribe, and that means you'll be notified by your podcast player whenever we drop a new episode. Actually, we're pretty sure you might qualify as the most attractive podcast listener. So while you're on with it, take a photograph, a selfie as you're listening to the podcast or screenshot the podcast that you are listening to. Share it on social media. You can tag us at Robin Kennedy on Twitter or Instagram. We'd love to see which episodes you're listening to, which ones you're enjoying and what your big takeaways are. Lovely. So I think one of the biggest questions I think we must get or not not even a question a big thing when we talk about emailing more often you've got to email more often because when you email more often people learn to like you and love you and trust you and all those good things about emailing one of the big reasons people don't email more often is they think oh it's all right robin kennedy can't act i can't possibly possibly email more often i don't know who i'm trying to be silver black, silver black i can't well, possibly <laughs> email more often because i'm a hairdresser because i'm an undertaker because i'm a you know i'm an accountant we hear this all the time don't we yeah and you know what it started off and a lot of the suggestions kennedy's just given you there are the ones that we've actually had thrown at us saying "Ah, i bet an undertaker couldn't do it and it's funny because people we've never actually presented this for an undertaker as far as i know but we've had people throw undertaker at us as an idea saying i bet an undertaker couldn't do it uh, which is ever so funny it is so 
We want to sort of tackle that and think about the reason that this question comes up and we all think our business is different. Yes, your business is different. Every one of our businesses is different. And it's easy to think that it's, it's you know, it's, it's fine for us to say well, you can email every day because we teach email marketing and you might teach something different or you may not teach something at all. So it's easy to think that you can't email more often. Like as You probably know we email 365 days of the year, sometimes more than once a day. And that means we need to think about what we're going to email a little bit differently. Because if you're thinking, I can't do it, it just means that's cool because the way you're maybe thinking about emailing every day or emailing more often is probably not the right way to do it anyway. So what we're going to do is just adjust the way you think about what to email. Because that's like everything. 99% of email marketing is terrible. That's why we've got this podcast. That's why we've got the community. That's why we've got our membership to change the way that people are doing email marketing. So the first big rule that we have to eradicate from our heads is that your emails should actually not be about what it is you do. That sounds like a crazy thing to say, but your emails should not be about what it is you do. We don't email every single day about email marketing, right? Right. Yeah, and if you're a plumber or something, you can't email out every day saying, well, this morning I had a particularly tricky U-bend to unblock. Like, nobody cares, <laughs> right? No, no. Uh, but this is how I did it. And if you've got a U-bend that needs unblocking, I can come and help you out. And then tomorrow, oh, the taps this morning, they were terrible. You can tell I have no, no knowledge of the plumbing industry. But like, we're not, to, we're not, this is not a catalog. This is not you turning up every day with the next page of the catalog saying, here's another thing I can do. Because that's not the point. Sure, you're going to talk about what it is that you do you're going to weave that in and you're going to talk about how they can hire you or how they can buy from you or how they can book you but actually people are on your email newsletter they're on your email list because they actually want to expand their knowledge they want to find out more about the stuff in general and so what we're actually looking to do here is to realize your email serve two purposes number one is obviously to sell your stuff and we'll come on to that but the main the other bit of it and the way that you do that the mechanism through which you sell your stuff is by entertaining, delivering value, showing up and just providing content to your audience. So what that means is that if you can do any type of content marketing, whether that's having a blog or a podcast or social media, if you do any type of content marketing at all, then you can definitely do this. Even if you don't do content marketing, but you know you should be doing this, email is probably the fastest, lowest barrier to entry way of of getting used to writing and creating regular content. So because email is just another content channel, and let's face it, loads of people check their email on their phone and mobile use of email is increasing massively, that shows us that actually email is just another app on their phone. People are using the email app. It's sat there on their phone between Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok. And basically that means that people get push notifications about their email in exactly the same way as they get push notifications from Instagram. And so actually if all we're doing is delivering content, well, that's the first big step that actually suggests that, well, there's loads of content that you can put out there. So now why couldn't that content go out by email? Well, there's no reason why it can't. Now we need to just dig into what the content actually is. So the actual content of these emails you're going to send actually need to not be about what you do, but they need to be about what your audience 
cares about? What does your audience actually give a toss about? They probably don't care that much about the product you've got coming on sale, your new course, your new product line, your new thing, your widget, your your whatever. They don't care about that. They care about other things. And they all, what we have to do is figure out what are all of the things that your audience has in common. So let's take a few take a few examples, right? So we mentioned this idea of the undertaker, right? So people always say to us on our training, well, whenever we give like a, tra- a training about emailing more often and all that sort of stuff, I said like an undertaker, a funeral director could not email every single day because like you, you wouldn't want that. Well, actually, we all need to care about our families. We all need to think about what happens next and are our affairs in order. But actually, what's the thing that, I mean, for example, Fun- the co-op in the UK here, the co-op funeral services, they advertise on TV every day. They're telling a bit more of that story. Prepaid funerals, all that sort of stuff. Now, that is talking about the stuff that they do, but the way it's told is really important. And we do this by telling the stories of preparing for life, preparing for preparing for the things that are going to happen next are you in the right position so for i mean another example for example is is a photographer like people don't hire a photographer every day do they no absolutely but that doesn't mean a photographer can't or shouldn't email every single day so what you need to do is look at what it, what is it that a photographer actually delivers well we've now got to work out what kind of photographer are you if you're primarily somebody who goes and does like family portraits then what you're going to be talking about is family stuff sentimental things because what do you do at the end of the day you take photographs but that is only as a mechanism it's a tool to deliver something that is sentimental and has meaning and has value might be passed down from generation of a family to the next one it's going to be massive on somebody's wall it's going to be sent out to all the relatives who live in australia like what you do is you deliver connection, family, sentiment, and all of that. And so there's a load of different ways that you can talk about that to deliver value to people's lives, even when they're not ready to hire you because they aren't ready to hire you at all yet, or they've hired you recently and they're not ready to hire you again yet. So what you could do is if you're a family photographer, they family photographers could all be sending things. But if you're a, you, know, you, you could be talking about, you know, here's a nice day out for the kids or here's some activities you could do at home with the family. What you're really selling is memories. You're selling these events which create memories because that's the kind of people who don't want to create lovely memories with their family. They don't want a family portrait, whereas people who do want a family portrait... Well, they probably want to. They want to. Um, they want to really savor. To my favorite words right now. They really want to savor the time they have with with their family. So, what are the other things you could you could be supplying that allow them to savor time with their family, with their kids? It could be that. Oh, for example, during the pandemic, it might be your kids are at home right now. So, what about? Here's here's some homeschooling things. Here's how to keep your kids focused and keep them motivated. They really care about stuff to do with the family. Now, on the flip of that, if you're somebody who does like corporate headshot photography and you're, you know, or product shot photography, well, actually, what you're delivering is something very different. What you're delivering under those circumstances is branding, marketing assistance, positioning. Like you, your expertise is in making products look better, not look better than they are, but look as good as they possibly can. Like think about the the, the person who takes the photograph of the McDonald's hamburgers and makes them look like that, as opposed to the one you actually get handed over the 
counter from some spotty-faced teenager. Like, they look different in the pictures to in, in real life, right? So if you're the person who takes a photograph of of a thing or of the people behind a business, like you do their headshots and stuff, then you're all about helping them to do, like I said, positioning and branding and marketing and those kind of things. So if you can show up every day and talk about the importance of aesthetics and cool tips and studies and stuff, and the great news about this is, if you do this as your business, you probably, not all the time, but you probably love it too. So one of the reasons that we chose to teach email marketing is because we bloody love talking about email marketing. And therefore, this is a doddle for us to do. And writing content about email marketing every day is a doddle for us to do. If you're a family photographer, chances are you love families and kids and working with animals and all the stuff that you have to do. And therefore, it should be a doddle for you to talk about it. Likewise, if you're a corporate headshot photographer, you're probably really interested in the psychology of positioning and branding and all that kind of stuff. In fact, mate, do you remember that lady who came on a, a call with us and she said, how could I possibly do it? I sell vegan handbags. Nobody wants to buy one of these luxurious, beautiful... Do you, do you remember? Yeah. And the key thing, I'm just going to pick up on that. The key thing is nobody wants to buy one of these things every day. That's no. true, like yeah. for the most part, unless you've got a raving fan. And even then, uh, people are probably not going to buy that stuff every day. And that's okay. People don't like, some, once somebody's bought our course, that, that like one of our courses, they never need to buy that course again. Like the, the, we don't sell the same course to somebody over and over again every single day either. So I think that the big thing to realize is that you need to be there when somebody is ready to buy. So somebody might suddenly realize, let's think about it, right? I buy a vegan handbag from you today. I absolutely love it. It looks great on my shoulder. I look excellent. But then in three months time, I'm not thinking about buying another vegan handbag, but then it's my Aunt Martha's uh, birthday. And I'm thinking, oh, what can I buy my Auntie Martha for, for, for her birthday? I'm not going to think about a vegan handbag unless you're top of mind. Even if she said to me, oh, I love your handbag, I'll take that as a compliment and then move straight on. I'm not going to remember that every day going, oh, I must remember Auntie Martha loved that handbag. Mm -hmm. So you've got to do something to stay front of mind. So how do you do it? Well, again, you find the stuff that your audience all have in common. And for vegans, that's anything vegan related. I mean, you can buy vegan everything these days, can't you? There's vegan, the, the sort of, the, both the politics, the, 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 the sort of uh, beliefs of it all, the stuff, the tangible stuff, like how to actually make stuff in a vegan way. It, there's so much content that you can share and just be the number one source of news, excitement, inspiration when it comes to veganism every single day so that when people are ready to buy from you or suddenly you prompt the idea that they could buy that for somebody else, again, you're there top of mind. And again, this is the stuff, if you're in that world, that you're probably pinning to a Pinterest board, saving as a bookmark, sharing on a social media platform, going, oh, have you seen this recipe? Have you, have you seen this supplier of that thing that supports the thing that you're already doing? It's already going to be stuff that's coming across your, your, your desk or across your screen. And it's just about reinterpreting that and putting it into emails. And the easiest way to do all of this is to look at what is it that your audience actually cares about, not what, just what you do. And then, then do you turn that into stories? Hey, this person did this thing. This is what happened. And it's the story about the things that your audience actually cares about. Because the minute you start telling stories about everything, like we often harp on about, Rob, the minute you start telling stories about things, people immediately put themselves in the story see the story in the first person. And of course, they start to emote with it. They start to feel emotions rather than just seeing 
rather than just seeing a list of instructions or a bunch of facts, which no one's frankly going to remember. So there's a whole bunch of things you can absolutely be emailing more often, regardless of whether you teach something, you supply a product, a service, if it's a high expensive thing, if it's a really cheap and inexpensive thing, if it's a one-off product, a monthly membership, it really doesn't matter because all you've got to do is figure out what is the thing that all of my audience really cares about and show up in their inbox as often as you want, really, as long as you frame it correctly, as often as you want, and they will really love you for it. Amazing. Now, if you want to chat about this and how it applies to you and your business, we've got our amazing email marketing show community to come and hang out in. Literally just go to Facebook and search for the email marketing show community. You'll see us pop up. You can go ahead and join the group. We're very friendly. Uh, Come and introduce yourself. Tell us who it is, who you are, rather not who it is, who you are (laughs) and what you do and what you sell. And we'll help you figure this out for yourself. Now, let's move into the subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. It's me this week. It's me. It's me. It's usually Rob, but this week it's me. With the subject line of the week. So I sent this one out. I think it was just last week, actually. I'll I'll have to double check that. But uh, this is the subject line. The subject line is, this guy is an arsehole. So (laughs) that's, um, it's a pretty different subject line for me. And what, the reason it worked so It wasn't about me, by the way. It wasn't about me, just so you know. No, 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 it wasn't. Not this time. Although next time, what's <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, going to happen is you're going to send this one out about me. I can just tell you. Uh, so the reason this one worked really well is we want to know who is an arsehole. We all kind of want to know who's been bad, who's been naughty. It sort of feeds that idea of the sort of celebrity press of who's been a very naughty boy or a very naughty girl. Um, so this, and so the, the reason they're going to open it up is they want to know who it is. Yet, it's specific enough to say it's a guy, and I don't say this celebrity, this, uh, you know, why this, you know, why Rob Temple's an arsehole, because now we would have answered the question of who's an arsehole if we put the name of the person in. So, this guy is an arsehole. Obviously, something happened. We want to know who it is, and we also want to know why they are an arsehole, and we also want to know if we agree with you. So, there's a lot of questions being evoked in that say, in that in that sort of five word subject line. So this week's subject line of the week is, this guy is an arsehole. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Now, of course, every single day and every single week, we hang out in our amazing community of email marketing heroes, uh, where we get to share all of our training, all of our campaigns, and a whole bunch of other stuff. If you are looking to level up your email marketing, then make sure you come and check out the league. Just go to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash league. It's just the number one place to hang out and grow your email marketing. Basically, we apply all of the, everything we've just talked about on this episode and everything we talk about on this show in, in that in that program. It's our awesome membership. So uh, yeah, emailmarketingheroes.com slash league. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you found value in this, make sure you tag us on social media at Rob and Kennedy on Twitter and uh, what's the one called? Instagram. That's right. Instantly grim. Instagram. Um, and, let us, uh, and let us know what your big takeaway from this episode was. Or just let people know, hey, I'm developing my business. I'm developing myself. This is what I'm studying. People love to see that as well. Awesome. We're back next week with another great guest. We'll see you then. Oh, that's the intro track again. We should, I'll edit that bit out. I'll edit that. That's definitely going to be ended. That's the second time I've done that, isn't it? It'd be a nice, it'd be a nice clean end anyway.